Hi there, welcome to Let's Talk Tottenham. Slightly earlier time today. I'm out for lunch, so uh, you know, blame me for the uh, odd time. Uh, but I appreciate everyone coming to watch, everyone coming on on the stream as well during during lunch time. Uh, great panel as always. Uh, so let me go through one at a time. We talk about the Leeds preview today. Eugene, uh, how you doing? Uh, week off last week, but back with a crazy stream uh, this Sunday. Uh, Spurs Eurasian TV. Anyone who doesn't know uh, no, no, about no. that, where can they find it? Uh, Spurs Vision TV Sunday is going back to the normal 1 p.m. GMT uh, stream. Uh, not going to do the, the the long streams and all that because uh, it'll run throughout the whole night for me. So I rather uh, <laughs> because it's 12 12:30 a.m. my time. You get what I'm saying? So I rather lay back and enjoy the match and before I fall asleep. <laughs> 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 right, uh, but guys, uh, thanks for having me on, Chris. Uh, Spurs Vision TV. Oh, no problem. Yeah. Welcome, all of you. If you have not subscribed, subscribe. If you not like, like, right. Do the same for all the guys around here, especially Chris. All right. Cheers. And Tommy, uh, you've just been for a run, haven't you? How, how was the run? Yeah, no, buttocks. Buttocks are cramping up. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and now but you get to but talk about Eugene, Tottenham. What a wonderful day. Eugene, I'm still, I'm not sure. How long is your stream going to be? You haven't, like, <laughs> that hasn't uh, helped me at all. Like, uh, what, what is I mean, it? This, this, this Sunday stream? Yeah, this Sunday. Hours. Okay. Hours, so. All right. So you calm down a little bit. You've calmed down a little bit yeah. then. He says yeah. it'll be thirteen by the end of it. <laughs> you know what? I can't get can't get rid of the panelists. You know they keep hopping on. <laughs> well, that's it. That's it. I yeah. couldn't I couldn't find a place a couple of weeks back. I couldn't get a place. Yeah. He, was, he was full up for about an hour, sitting backstage for about an hour. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sorry for but, that. Uh, Sorry about that. Yeah. <laughs> cool. 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 To Tommy, when you're not running, you've got Tommy Talks Ball on YouTube. Where can people find that? Yeah, so yeah, exactly. As you said, little uh, my little name there, Tommy Talks Ball, at Tommy Talks Ball's Twitter, my Twitter handle and my YouTube channel. If you haven't already uh, subscribed, subscribe. Not before, Obviously not before you uh, subscribe to Chris here. And uh, yeah, I've done a little preview yesterday. I've done a little preview yesterday. Usually I do it Friday evening. So if, you, uh, so if you've got some uh, time to spare, check that out. And uh, yeah, chuck a few likes on there too. So, yeah, cheers for having me, Chris. Always great to be on your channel. Oh, no problem. Man. Always welcome. Uh, just a couple of comments quickly. Uh, Mark Swift, been cut down to 24 hours, Eugene's channel. Wayne is always in. How you doing, Wayne? And like yes, Mark Wayne. Says, yes, Wayne. Mark, like Mark says, appreciate the uh, 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 call to arms. Hit that like and sub. Uh, and last but no means least, Mark from Emotion Pod, the Raw Emotion Podcast. I know you don't like particularly uh, uh, promoting your podcast, so I won't... Uh, make you but there is something you want to promote which is happening before the game uh this sunday yeah so um part of the reason i don't bother promoting the pub we never do it anymore like uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's one that's that's that's, that's one reason isn't it? yeah there's no, there's no point but yeah so thank you chris um yeah myself and mac who does the emotion pod with me we're running the bar at la royale on sunday it opens at 11 o'clock um mickey hazard and graham roberts are there from I think 11 till 1, and then Mark Falco and Paul Miller are there from 2 till 4. Um, it's free to get in, just turn up, you don't have to pay to get in, you don't need to book a place. It's four pound a pint. Um, kids, uh, I think we could pound for fruit juice and 150 for a coke. There's always loads of room there. Come down, get involved. I think you, there's like an auction, there's memorabilia, there's loads of space. Come down, get involved. Yeah, Mark, I thought you wanted to say kids drink for free. If you don't follow Mark, then his Twitter yeah. handle is in the um, 
description uh, with all the details there. But if not, I've retweeted it this morning, so you'll be able to find that and all the details there. Uh, one more comment, Jamie from Talking Tottenham TV. No one at work today, just me then, I guess. But I'm you're to be. watching the I'm stream, so, you know, <laughs> that is no one at work. But, let, uh, yeah, all, all of those YouTube channels, hit the likes, hit the subscribes on them, hit the like, hit subscribe here. It all helps the channels grow, every single one of them. And, and welcome to everyone in the chat. A lot of regulars there. appreciate that. It all helps the channel grow. Uh, let's get back down to business. Uh, let's start with this. Kane's international form. Uh, Eugene, seven goals, two games. Yes, San Marino. Yes, Albania. But when you're struggling as a striker, you just need the ball to go in the back of the net. So will that international form continue? And we're against the Leeds team that do ship goals, even last year when they were bang on form and, and, and taking the lead by surprise. Do you see Kane's international form continuing? Or do you think there's still issues at Tottenham that will prevent that? happening or oh, it's too early in the day for contact man uh the truth i hope he translated that form into the club scene right uh for the international scene kane has always been banging it in come on albania san marino uh he's getting it at least he, at least at least he scored right if he didn't score against albania <laughs> and san marino then that would be a problem <laughs> right? but uh i think i just saw a training video uh, most the most recently released training video I've seen uh, Hoybier's training, uh, Son is training, Kane is training. So I guess uh, we do have uh, quite a good squad coming in for this game, and with the other of the guys being left behind, being you know being groomed and trained by uh, Conte to do what he wants them to do, uh, maybe Kane will be getting more service in the box now, right? Uh, I think our problem is that Kane hasn't been getting service into the box, so. Let's see. Let's see. Maybe, like I said, very good opportunity for Kane, you know, and Leeds. Ah, Leeds all gung-ho. So let's see whether we can counter that. That's all. Yeah. I mean, what do you think, Tommy? I mean, do you think Kane needed that, just banging in the goals? Because there's been a lot of question marks on him, certainly at Spurs, not England, with uh, uh, attitude and all of this business. Uh, but then from all across the board that he's not the striker he used to be, he's not scoring goals. So even though it's Albania, San Marino, and, and certainly that, that dribble kind of goal where he shimmed it left to right against San Marino and the overhead kick uh, against Albania, that doesn't happen if that if he hasn't scored a goal because that's confidence there. So do you think his confidence has come back and he needed that? Or do you think it's he never really had any doubt in his ability and it's like Eugene says, we just don't give him uh, uh, the service? Well, it's... <laughs> You know, just six six months ago, he got he was a top assist maker and goal scorer. So he hasn't <laughs> he hasn't nosedived spectacularly in six months. Yeah. So he's still he's still for me he is still the best striker in the world. Even mm. I'd say he's still the best striker in the world. You can't you can't change that in a four or five month period. Period. I know Haaland's good. Haaland's good, but he's only been there two years. He's only been at Dortmund two years. So it's still early for him. Lewandowski can compete. So so Kane's the best striker in the world. For me, um, under Nuno, he, nobody, nobody could get any service. Not just Kane. We didn't, we, we didn't have a shot on target for three games. We could not get Kane the ball in the box. He must have had ten touches all season in the in the opponent's box. Madness, absolutely madness. No striker's going to score with, uh, with with that attack around him, with the players around him, and well, the strategy Nuno used. 
Um, but look, the international break, the international break, seven goals, you know, San Marino, San Marino, what, what their population is about 26,000. I live in a small town and our population is bigger than that. So it's, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. They shouldn't be part of it. I, I heard somebody no, talk no. about they should they have to qualify to get into the qualifying. Yeah, that that makes sense. A little while ago. Yeah, that would make how, sense how, to me. Like how the Asians do it. Yeah, no, absolutely. Because yeah. it's, it's a joke. San Marino, Liechtenstein, Liechtenstein were even worse. Germany beat them 9 0. They had 42 shots. I've never seen that. I've never seen 42 <laughs> shots. That's just, just, just incredible. But, um, but Albania are no mugs. Albania, no, the hat trick he got against Albania, Albania beat Wales. Albania drew against Wales the last couple of years. You know, Wales are no mugs. Bow, Ramsey, Rodon, you know, they, they, they beat them. So Albania, no mugs. 5 0 is a very good result. But Albania don't lose 5 0. So, um, so, yeah, Kane, if you feed Kane, if you get the ball to him in the box, he will score. The issue is we can we can get the ball to him against the Murrahs because the Murrah defences are, are weak, they're leaky, like, like when he came on for 19 minutes to score that hat-trick. We need the quality to break down Premier League defences. We don't have that right now. Hopefully with Conte, and I'm sure with Conte, we'll be, we'll be okay, we'll be okay. Um, but he'll start scoring. I'll keep saying it, but the floodgates will open. The floodgates will, will open short, shortly with Harry Kane, I'm sure. I mean, I mean, Mark, it said to me those games, that's what happens when you get Kane staying in the box and when you get the ball into the box in those areas for him, which Nuno, to me, it looked like he, he was unaware that Son and Kane were playing at times, the lack of service to them. and the, At least with Jose, it was defensive, but defensive with the mindset of that Kane and Son are our, our target men and... and ones who are going to get our goals so we're defensive but getting them in the game as well whereas Nuno didn't seem to do that at all and like Eugene says we need the, the creativity uh, uh, to get the ball to him um, do, do you see this form continuing for Kane and and I mean Conte is not stupid is he he knows and he said during Euro 2020 in the punditry that you need Kane in the box so do you think that will be not a reminder to him because he said that before so he knows but do you think that will be a kind of reminder to him that that's what we need? We don't need Kane drifting and looking for the ball. And do you think that will happen a bit more now? Um, first of all, I mean, I don't think he's been great for England anyway. He was obviously against um, San Marino and Albania. But I remember back from the Euros, he was getting absolutely hammered um, for being shit. And he shouldn't be dropping off and all that stuff. I know he scored against Germany. He scored a penalty against Denmark, which he missed and then come back to him and he scored it. He did get one or two goals, but I don't think he was great in the Euros, to be honest with you. Form wasn't fantastic anyway. I watch England a lot. Um, I'm sure we all do. But, um, he, he, you know, in the other games, in the build-up to it, he scored against Poland. I think against Hungary, he didn't score. He hasn't been fantastic for England recently. He's not been in great form for England. So, And he also scored a hat-trick against Mora. So when he's been playing against sort of weaker sides, he has been scoring goals. Um, yeah, I think he will stay in the box. You've said it already, Chris. Conte said he wants to see him in the box the Euros. That's where I want to see him as well. I don't want to see him dropping off. But the problem we've got, Chris, like you've always said, mate, we don't have a playmaker. So this has been part of the problem, I think. We've been using Kane to drop off because we've got no one else doing that job um, where Son is running in behind and Kane's trying to find him. Um, so we need to address that in the summer. I know, Tommy, you said on your stream the other day that that's the most important position for you as well. Chris has been banging that drum for a long time. Um, I'd, I'd be sorting that out in January, not in the summer. I'd be getting that. Oh, no, that's what I meant. I meant in January, January, and then that yeah, yeah. I, I think Conte will be doing that. I think I'm convinced yeah. Conte will be doing that this January. 
So I do think his form will pick up. Um, but I think it's more psychological, mate, than anything else. Um, I really do. I think that stuff that happened in the summer has really affected him mentally. Um, what part of that do you think is the fact that he thought... Because I, I personally think he thought that, oh, I'm loved here, Levy's hated, I can go against Levy, fans will just back me. And then he seems to have forgotten that the club's uh, badge is bigger than any player, manager, chairman or whatever. And... and I, I don't think he thought that the backlash would come to him. I thought it would always be on Levy and he was um, scot free and everything. And I think he's seriously misjudged that. So what, what do you think it, it, mentally uh, uh, was the issue with, with all of that sum or do you think it's something else? Yeah, I think that, I think, yeah, I think you're right. I think, and, and I think fans would have backed him. Had he have done things from what we see and what the media tell us, with him missing training and so we don't know the truth, but we've got to go on what we what we've been told, and that's all we can go on is that he missed training, he didn't turn up, he was late back. We saw the Gary Neville thing before a big game against Aston Villa, which pissed everyone. He didn't go about things the right way, and that's the reason. Yeah. All the fans were saying, including myself, no one has an issue with him wanting to go. The way he handled it was completely wrong, and I do think he was surprised at some of the backlash. Um yeah. I've got to go because this dog, I don't know if you can hear him in the background. I'll be back in a second. All right, no worries. Uh, just a quick message. Uh, Barry Ambrose, another regular. How are you doing, Barry? Uh, cheers for watching and the comments. Kane Hattrick, Conte want goals after the Everton game. Uh, we want goals after the Everton game. <laughs> we want a shot on target. We'd like yeah, a shot on target. I'm, shot on target would be nice. I'm not sure you go from no shots and target in two games for Kane hat trick, but uh, I appreciate the uh, optimism. But I mean, that brings us on to Leeds, Eugene. Uh, they've struggled this season. Um, I, I personally think that teams have figured them out. You, you're compact against them. Uh, Bamford being injured hasn't helped them, uh, let's say that, and, and we'll come on to him a little bit later. But, uh, keep compact against them, don't give them chances, and they'll always give you some chances. Um, and, and, and with this game coming, with a lack of a playmaker, we didn't have a playmaker against Newcastle who was so open. We didn't have one against Villa who was so open. So I can see the same thing happening with Leeds, where they're so open and we don't necessarily need that playmaker, Le Celso and Dombele or whoever uh, provides that. But, um, yeah, uh, what, what's your views on that? And why do you think Leeds have uh, struggled this season? Or is it just the, uh, you know, clichéd second season syndrome? Mm -hmm. Uh, do I see is uh, you know uh, I was on uh, uh, Tommy's stream yesterday with uh, I'm not not with uh, one of his earlier guests was a Leeds fan, right? Uh, they do have their injury problems like right, Luke mm. Ailing, like you guys was talk, uh, that he was talking about. Even Tommy was talking about Bamford is not there, so they don't have a proven goal scorer, right? Mm. Um, but I think sometimes it's hard to say uh, the way Bielsa sets them up, right? Because they go all out all the time. Uh, there might be some detriment there. You know, they can attack, they can go forward all the time, but uh, whether they can defend or not, that's another question. But uh, maybe they're being found out. A lot of teams, uh, you know, in the starting... When, when they came up last season, in the beginning, nobody expected Leeds to play like that, right? They just went out and went bam, 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 you know, and everybody's like, oh, wow. But as it went on, right, the managers found out how to counter his, you know, uh, all-out attacking kind of strategy and all that wear them down sit back counter them right and with now with some defensive problems that they have now uh we look very i mean the chances are much more higher for us because number one uh, don't forget that we did beat them last season at home 
Okay. But of course, you know, don't talk about the away game under you know who, right? So, all <laughs> 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 right. Uh, but uh, Leeds second se second season syndrome might play play a part too, right? Uh, they're sitting where now? Uh, 17, 16? Uh, yeah, 16th or 17th. They're three yeah, points above so, the relegation zone. Yeah, so uh, if you start to struggle and if the team doesn't gel properly or maybe there's fatigue into it, right? Don't forget, Bielsa's training is hard, right? And players can't take it. If they don't show it now, they'll show it later, right? Or maybe it's carrying forward from last season because... Uh, even though they are not in Europe and all that, uh, don't forget the Premier League's uh, intensity is totally different from the Championship. But even though the Championship plays more games, uh, it's a totally different ball game in, in the Premier League. So, you know, um, if you get found out, you get found out. But a lot of Leeds fans uh, do believe in Bielsa. To tell you the truth, uh, I believe in him too. Right, the way he plays and all that is good attacking football. Uh, but he needs to find a way to sharp his defense. You know, sharp his defense. Yeah, a uh, couple of comments here. Uh, Adam, not just on this stream, he's a regular on literally every Spurs stream. Uh, a really good uh, supporter of all Spurs channels. Uh, just one shot on target, we'll be making progress. Do that in the first five minutes and <laughs> carry on and get uh, maybe double figures. Uh, Mark Swift is going 2-0. Uh, we'll, we'll get to predictions a little bit later. Uh, but Adam, slightly uh, less uh, optimistic, 2-1. And then he's literally gone from uh, Adam uh, quite optimistic to uh, down in the dumps. Very spursy to lose to a team suffering from second season syndrome. We've only been going 18 minutes. He's gone from up there to down there. I mean, that's what Spurs do to you. Uh, yeah. Uh, Bob Spur, how you doing, Bob? <laughs> I, I got this uh, 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 insult yesterday. Big up gorgeous people. And Eugene. Uh, yeah. Those ridiculous reports. Uh, we'll get to this later. We, Eugene and me and Mark were talking about this off air. Thoughts on those ridiculous reports and reaction to Poch being lined up after Conte. Oh, not Poch. Not Poch and Chris. Not Poch and Chris, please. Well, you know, it's from the Athletic. I don't want to say I work for the Athletic, but, you know, I I, I, I write. <laughs> but we'll get to that a bit later. Uh, and another one from Mark. Uh, Poch is coming home. Uh, and uh, we should be winning because we were at home. Uh, Cody Mack, how you doing, Cody? Uh, great to have you on. Uh, following Bob Spur there, you seem to be a bit um, insulted here, Eugene. Uh, hello, gentlemen, and he's, also he's Eugene. I think. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, thanks to all the comments, for all the people watching, uh, getting involved. Going. Hit the like, hit the subscribe, uh, you know the drill, and then go into the description and get all of these other guys in their streams and podcasts and do the same. Uh, but Tommy, uh, Leeds aren't a bad team. They don't turn into a bad team overnight. But I think as good as Bielsa is, he has plan A and seemingly that's it. Attack and that's it. And, and you know, like Eugene said, uh, not many people probably suspected Leeds to play the way they did last season. And now they have and they have no other way of playing. It's probably quite easy if you're tactically kind of astute and everything like that to, to combat a way to play them. Um, so do you think... As good as Bielsa is, it's kind of a detriment that he, he only plays one way. I mean, injuries don't help, and Bamford was a massive player for them last year. Um, and, and with the comment, uh, it would be very spursy to lose to a, a, a team suffering from second season syndrome. 
Do you think Leeds will look at this as the this can be the kick start to our season? And we've been here before with Arsenal where they were struggling and we didn't turn up. Um, so yeah, uh, <laughs> a lot of questions there. I apologise. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm. Um, well, it's it's quite complex with Leeds. It is quite complex. That's probably why you have so many questions because it's not just it's not just the injuries. It's not just the injuries. It's I suppose I would say it's a little a little part down to second season syndrome. It's sort of it's similar to Sheffield United in many ways. I rate Leeds higher than Sheffield United, especially as a club traditionally. But yeah. um, they have a very specific way in playing. Now Sheffield United were outstat the three at the back with the left centre back and the right centre back basically playing as wingers. Sometimes it was it was very, very unique. And as you say, Biel's is, is unique as well in his first season, but the, he can't really adapt. There is even when they went 3-0 down, 4-0 down, we beat them 3-0. First game of last season. They never changed. They never changed their approach. So, you know, they win that, you know, live by the sword, die by the sword. That's how they that's how they approach games. Um, but injuries have played a part. So their defense has been absolutely destroyed. Their centre backs, uh, as Luke Ailing is a Big, big player for them. He's a right back. He's not on the word of many, uh, the the mouth or on, on uh, of many people. But he is an outstanding. He's a leader in that championship team that got promoted. He was their best player. Three years on the bounce, got their player of the year. So the leaders in the dressing room. He's not there. Bamford there. The only recognised striker. They're playing Daniel James up front. Playing Daniel, you know, he's right winger for Man United. They're playing him up top a lot of the time. It works in our favour. We should we should be able to cope with Daniel James up top with three at the back and Conte at the helm. But there are there are a number of things. Now we can blame injuries with Leeds, but Bielsa likes working with a small squad, and that's one of the problems. One of the positives are the fact that you get you have unbelievable morale within the seventeen or eighteen, rather than the 20, 25. You know the morale may not be there because you, you're constantly rotating, but um, they've got a camaraderie. They've definitely got a camaraderie. But it's to your detriment, as you say, when you get injuries, because the second is just not good enough. The second team is just not good enough. And that the, the the seven players from 18 to 25, they're just not been playing football the last two years. Mm. So um, yeah, it's it's we should win comfortably, but it certainly is, it certainly is Spursy. I'm completely wrong. I said Leeds are gonna have a great second season. I didn't think they were gonna have second season syndrome, but you know, injuries have played a part, and as you say, you know, teams have worked them out in many ways, but uh but, I, you know, I don't think it's going to be an easy game. I really don't think it's going to be an easy game. No. Um, message from Cody Mackie. He, he shaved his beard off. Uh, I think he lost a bet on Twitter, a thousand likes or something like that. So he's very jealous of how warm your face looks with a beard. I, I suspect that it won't be long until he's got a beard back again. Looks um, like a different human being. Looks like a different yeah. human being. <laughs> Will, Will is still the one I can't get over. Will's wasn't even as big, but he looks like... He just, like a different species yeah. Tom, Tommy yeah. we can't get over you oh, yeah, <laughs> Natasha. <laughs> Natasha's um, coming back and Bob has uh, taken Adam's uh, pessimism and gone the other way 4-0 Spurs uh, it's possible with Leeds defence but I, I still don't think we'll keep a clean sheet and uh, Mark Co Cody has uh, said uh, Celso is injured uh, as per content this morning. Guess we'll have to get someone else to take corners. But that that kind of brings us to uh, Romero. So there was rumours that he was injured as well. So I, I can't remember Eugene. Did you say Romero was in training? Or was he not? No, he was in training. He's, had, he's done his hamstring. He's done his hamstring. Yeah. So he's not yeah, playing. So, so, so yeah, Mark. Not so much Lo Celso, Mark, because he's kind of been in and out of the team. Mm. But Romero looks to be a fixture now. He, he's he's he, the goal Villa scored was his fault, but he seems to have learned from that very quickly. And he, he seems to be 
not looking out of place at all. So is it a good time to play, good good game to play Leeds, being that Bamford's injured and they, they, they're struggling? Or is it never a good time to lose someone like a Romero if what it looks like he won't be playing? Yeah, you don't want to lose your, your best defender, especially with the defenders that we've got um, and the mistakes that they make, to be honest with you. I, w- I, I don't know if you watched the game, the, the Brazil-Argentina game. I was watching it um, and he he was injured and it was a sub on the sideline and he waved him and said, no, I'm all right, I'm okay. And he carried on for like another 30-odd seconds and then had to come off. He was down on the floor, sitting down. So I'm hoping... That it's not too serious. I'm hoping he worries me, man. That guy worries me. Like he was. Fu- I think you watched it, Tommy, didn't you? He was flying into things, man. He he needs to calm down. Yeah, a bit, this is the thing: a centre back shouldn't be doing his hamstring because yeah. you don't use your hams. You don't. You shouldn't be using your pace. The best defenders, you know. I thought, they, uh, I thought it's that. all about position. Don't get me wrong; he's been fan- absolutely fantastic the last few games, but he still has a lot to learn. He is. He, he can be over. I, I thought though against West Ham, uh, he obviously got done by Antonio a couple of times, and then he started going in. So Antonio's back to goal, and then before the ball even gets to him, Romero's there. So I like that. I like the uh, anticipation there. But yeah, the the the, the Villa. Um, Goal. I mean, you got pillared for it, Tommy, didn't you? So, like criticising him after. He well, he'd done the same against Newcastle. He'd done the same against Newcastle. But certainly with the Villa game, I thought you were right. He, he left everyone exposed, uh, and then they scored. But um, I think yeah, one better in the back three because I've again I don't know a great deal about him, but I was watching again just clips on YouTube when we were meant to be signing him, and he did used to break away, and he's done it for us when he's like running with the ball, like and attacking. But with a free, the other, the other, they'll sit back and allow him to do that. So I think he's going to exactly, work yeah. better on the free. But yeah. um, he does, he does worry me. He does worry me the way he flies in. He, he barged um, Vinicius Junior for no real reason. And I just think if you're doing that in the prem, that's a yellow card straight away. Um, he's done that twice, hasn't he? With our four nails, and he did it with someone else. Uh, he did it in the, he did it in the in the Europa Conference as well. It's just such a silly thing to do, where he's holding sent on off, didn't he? Half, he sent sent off. for two sent yellows, off. and you just think. I'm hoping Conte will, will iron that kind of stuff out because we've got the makings of like a fantastic mm. defender there, a brilliant, brilliant defender for years ahead. So we just need to, um, it just needs to calm down a little bit, I think. And, yeah. and Conte will, will coach that out of him, I'm hoping. Yeah. But yeah, let's, let, <clears throat> let's work on the proviso. He's injured for Leeds. He who, is comes in for, who, 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 who comes in for, for you? Tanganga for me. Tanganga on the right. But then I suppose if you've got Ben Davis on the left, um, and then you got yeah, it's, it's a difficult one. But I, I, I personally would have Tanganga. I would like personally for me, I would like he won't do this, but I would like to see Tanganga, Roden, and again, I always say it's a toss of a coin, Sanchez or Dyer. To be honest mm. with you, I really like Sanchez. I, I, I know Tommy, you, you're not a massive fan of Rodon in the sense that you think he's got a few issues in defensive positioning. I think is uh, well, he looks to go for the ball. Is that right? I, I know you've mentioned a few things before. Well, everybody talks about Rodon, but the managers just don't play them. It doesn't no, matter. They don't I play do him. Not. They just don't play him. He's always fit. He's always fit. But the managers don't want to know. He couldn't even get on the bench with Mason. And you, we can diss Mason all we want, but he knows more than us about when it comes to football. Let's face it. Right, Mason knows more than any streamer about football. And if he's not putting him on the bench, then there are problems there. Mourinho only started putting him in when his job was really, really at risk. He was just throwing anyone in here, there and everywhere, any formation. <laughs> So um, just to try and save his job. Uh, 
Well, he's an average player for me. You know, there are massive links with Brighton. They were in the summer because they never replaced Ben White. So, you know, there's no smoke without fire. Well, there is in football. We know that. But that, that Brighton move, I think that will happen. So I don't think he has much of a future, especially with Conte. If he's going to bring a centre-back or two in, Rodon's in trouble. I agree with you, Tommy. I don't agree he's with in you, trouble. I, I don't think he's a long-term... I don't think long-term he's going to be at Tottenham. I think but, he's a decent player. I think he's a Brighton yeah, player. Yeah. I think yeah, he's a Brighton player. Do you, do, you, do you not think it could be the fact that, you know, he's obviously at Swansea, come up to Spurs, who... A big step up there. And, and Conte does improve players. But, you know, Victor Moses, just for... Uh, one example, do, do you not think, Tommy, it could be a situation like that where, where he can improve him? Or do you think there's too many in front of him and he's too far behind and, and it's not going to happen? Because yeah. Victor Moses was pretty much in the team when Conte took over and he just tweaked it a little bit. and then, But he was always in the team. He wasn't on the fringes. But that's the one thing I watch. I don't, I'm not good with the midfield or attack so much. I'm always watching the defence. Uh, when I used to be a scout, I was always looking at a defensive line and I see Rodon's eyes. I always look at the defender's eyes and he's just completely transfixed with the ball. Doesn't mark his man. Completely transfixed with the ball. So sometimes he makes some great slide challenges, but that's because his positioning was bad to, to start with. If you, you know, as Maldini said, if I have to make a tackle, I've already made a mistake. So his positioning, his positioning is not good. His positioning is not good at all. I just don't think he's at the level. When, when you give a player nine grand a week, when you sign a player, you give him nine <laughs> grand a week. I think that, te that tells you what you think of him. It was, we were in for Skriniar, Diaz, and we just got him, we got him like last day of the window. So, um, yeah, I don't want to, you know, go into him too hard. I think he's a decent player. But on Sunday, Sunday in particular, I think he'll choose Sanchez. I think he'll, I think he'll go with Sanchez. Um, uh, yeah, I, th I think Conte might get the best, the very best out of Sanchez because we know he's got ability. We know Davinson's got and ability. His first well. season with us, rapid, absolutely rapid. So, uh, but like Mark, I want to see Tanganga. I adore Tanganga. And if we don't see him, if we don't start seeing him, we've got to loan him out. We have mm. to loan him out. He needs to be getting first team football. He's good enough to get first team football. Where I see. His potential, I don't see it in Rodon. So um, I, I would like to see Tanganga in, but I think if Romero doesn't play, which I'm sure he won't, Sanchez, I'm pretty sure Sanchez will play. Yeah. Uh, message from Ryan McFarland, always on the stream as well. How are you doing, Ryan? First time since Prime Potch that he's excited for the game. Uh, yeah, I, I think most Spurs fans would probably agree with that. Uh, and Carl Simpson, how are you doing, Carl? Rodon, Sanchez, Tanganga, back three for him. Uh, Eugene, who, who would your back three be? Uh and with with Le Celso presumably injured, like Cody says, I mean that just means that it's Ndombele uh, in there, doesn't it? Mm, I think so. Yeah, uh, I think it's either Ndombele or you might don't be surprised we'll see Wings there too, right? To be part of midfield uh, for the defense part, of course, uh, Tanganga Sanchez on the right. My part is that maybe we need to try Rodon on the left, but I'm always very perplexed is that. We have Romero as the so-called center of the center back, right? But when Conte came in, he put Dyer as the center of the center backs and put Romero mm. onto the left. Oh, sorry, put Romero onto the right. But, but so, we weren't playing three at the back, though, were we? So it's it just yeah. two center backs, when it? it was just two yeah. center backs when Nuno yeah. was there. No, I'm saying Conte, not Nuno. Oh, Conte, right. have oh, you not? Have you not? Have you not noticed the last two matches against Vitesse and and, and Everton? Romero is not playing center center back. Dyer is. Yeah, Romero's playing oh, on the right. Did. So yeah, yeah, yeah. that's that's one part, you see, because and you're not playing Romero in, in his uh, preferred position. But never mind, Romero's injured. Okay, uh, Dyer will most probably will still be holding that center center back 
position, right? And of course, either Sanchez or Tanganga will take the right, and it's between Davis and Rodon to take the left. So let's see how it goes for that 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 uh, scenario, right? Uh, don't forget that uh, Davis did quite well for Wales. Okay, Rodon as a defender did quite well for Wales too. But uh, like you said, in the midfield, we skip skip Skippy's injured. Oh, sorry, no, Skippy's suspended. Sorry, guys, yeah. suspended. Mm, right. So, so uh, who else can we put in there? Lo Celso is injured, yeah. right? Uh, well, that's something that Carl Carl says here with our Skip mm. and Hoiberg not 100. percent Although you said Hoiberg's in training, so I'd imagine it'll yeah, play. Right. I'd be tempted to put Dyer in midfield. I mean, with Romero out, I don't think that will happen. I think if Romero is playing, you could possibly put Dyer in midfield. But without Romero, you need Dyer at the back, and I'm not sure his um turning circle is a as quick yeah. as it was when he was in midfield before. Um, but yeah, I, I think with that, I, I forgot about Skip. So basically, for me, that yeah. says. Uh, like Mark Swift has just beat me to the punch. Wings. Uh, Conte's just on, uh, already uh, said, me, Chris, just to say that Conte's already said apparently in a press conference it's between Winks and uh, and Dombele to yeah, cover yeah. for uh, Skip. So, well, if, if Hoiberg's injured, I think both of them. Uh, no, not, I don't think Hoiberg. Well, is Lacelso, if Lacelso's injured, sorry, I think Ndombele replaces him unless it's Delhi, which I think he's. Uh, we, were, we, were, we, were, we were talking about that yesterday, right? Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but didn't start against Everton, did he? So, um, no. only skip that's out. What, what, did, the... what did Conte say? Winks or Ndombele? He said, he said Winks or Ndombele. That means Lacelso is going to play. Conte gives nothing away in his press conferences. He gives. He will do the opposite. He gives absolutely yeah. nothing away. That's why. That's what him. I read on. That's, that's what, I, what I read on Twitter this morning. He's in his press conference. He said um, we skip out Ndombele or Winks. I didn't realise Lacelso was injured. I didn't re realise Lacelso yeah. was injured. Bloody but, hell! But that's if he that's if he is injured, like you say. Uh, he could just be smoke and mirrors, and and you know, well, apparently, done it before. Ferguson's done it before. Conte, it Conte that said it. Okay. Yeah, it was Conte that apparently said in his press conference that Lacelso picked up a knock on international duty. Yeah. Whether it's oh, true Ferguson or used to do that all the time. So and so isn't playing, and then all of a sudden they score a hat trick. In the game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the difference is, Chris Fergie wouldn't have let him go to fucking international football either. That's the thing. That's what he used to do as well. <laughs> well maybe. Yeah. Uh, Bob Spurs predicted lineup is here. Uh, Lobby's Tanganga, Dyer, Davies, Emerson. I think that's fairly. Uh, Standard Sessignon. I think Sessignon could be the new Victor Moses if he can stay fit. I think Conte will love him. Victor Moses started off as a winger, very similar to Sessignon. He's been playing as a left back. Uh, Victor Moses, I think he was a left back, played as a left back or left wing back. And a very similar. Uh, Winks and Dombele, Bergwijn, Lucas Kane. Uh, no son there, uh, Bob. Uh, I'm assuming you, he's either injured or, or, or just jet lagged and needs a rest. But, um, yeah, with, with he, was, he was training. He was training yeah. this one. And I think non-internationals are in with a good shout to start the lead. So that, that brings us nicely uh, onto Conte's work, uh, Eugene, during the international break. He was obviously working with uh, players for nearly two weeks. Obviously, he didn't have some of the uh, some of the international players. He didn't have any of them because they were on international break. Uh, but he, he had a lot of players who are either starting 11 or in contention. So do you think we'll see a bit of a mix uh, in terms of, obviously, Kane will start and people like that, and Hoiberg, if he's fit, Son, if he's fit, will probably start. But do you think people like assessing on, uh, I mean, with a shout of starting, or do you think he'll try and go as strong as possible, but those players will be on the bench? Uh, what I think is right, uh, the 10 days or so that the players that didn't go on the international break 
will be training with Conte and Conte will know what standard or what ability they have to play the way that Conte wants to play. So if these guys can show that they can do what Conte wants them to do to the correct way, right, they will have a very good chance because he spent a lot of time with them, you know, one-on-one, -on -one, you know, doing team trainings and all that. But of course, when the rest of the guys who come back, right, now you say, now we've got Lo Celso injured, we have uh, uh, Romero injured, right? Uh, so that leaves all a lot of uh, positions open for, for, for the players who, were, who, were, who weren't on the international break to join the first team. But like I said, for all you know, Conte might have evaluated the, those who didn't go for the international break as useless. <laughs> <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Right? Uh, you know, like there's rumors going around. He, he doesn't like, maybe he doesn't like Ali. Right, you know, and maybe Endombele doesn't fit his plans and all that. But if he's being forced, right, his hand is being forced. My, I'll be surprised. Don't, but guys, don't be surprised, right? You might see some of the youth come in, right? Don't be surprised you see some of the youth come in. If the youth can do what he wants them to do, don't be surprised with that, right? Because don't forget, Makande's training with the first team, right? Lavinia's training with the first team, right? Scarlet. Scarlet, right? I'm not sure whether now John is still there, but uh, you know, some of the guys, are, you know, from the youth are still training the first team, and when the international guys have gone off, right, to make a, 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 a we call a larger group of players to play around with. But like I said, don't be surprised; uh, there'll be changes, you know, or don't be surprised there'll be no changes, right? But like <laughs> I said, <laughs> uh, but yeah, there cannot I mean, be no changes because you know uh, Romero is injured, Skippy is suspended, so yeah. there will be changes. So let's see who comes in. Let's see who comes in and then we'll judge from there, right? Like I said, at the moment, it's all up to Conte. We have to put our trust in him, right? And believe in him. Yeah, I mean, Carl Simpson has said, looking at the um, Spurs release training sessions, they all seem to be enjoying it and look so much fitter. In terms of enjoying it, it's, uh, Spurs release training sessions, they're only going to release uh, <laughs> photos that they look like they're enjoying it. They're not going to show a fight or anything like that. But they're so much fitter. I would expect that to be happening, being that he's brought in three fitness coaches. But... Um, Tommy, in terms of the lineup, um, would you? Uh, I'll put Bob Spurs back on. Um, that worries me. That one. This lineup worries me. That's Bob Bob's put Bob, out. Bob here. Spurs or his lineup. Is what well, the lineup he's put out here worries me going into the Leeds game? It really does. To be honest with you. Um, what parts? Why were you? Uh, and well, what would you change? What's Matt, um, is, is Reggie? Is there something wrong with Reggie? I don't no, think there's Reggie, anything Reggie wrong with was Reggie. training. Reggie's yeah, so I, I definitely wouldn't put Sessignon in front of Reggie. But I, knowing Bob, I don't think he's a Reggie fan. So um, I think that may, may have something to do with it. Uh, Bergwine, I think you mentioned Sessignon could be the most. I think Bergwine could be the mm. Moses. The same build as well. Very similar build. Not a great end product, but a hard, a real work rate to him. I think Ber Bergwine could. The problem is we've, we've already got Doherty there and Emerson Royal. But uh, Conte yeah. won't care. If Emerson Royal's not up to it, or Doherty's not up to it, if Emerson Royal, he's £30 million, pounds, if he's not up to it, Conte will move him on. It's as simple as that. He doesn't mm. mess about. So, um, But Bergwijn can play there. Bergwijn can play left wing back as well. So I can see him playing backup for, for Reggie if worse comes to worse. Because Sessignon is, is consistently injured. He's never started a league yeah. game. He's like Jack Clark. He's never started a league game for us. Ooh. It's a real so, shame because um, I really like Sessignon. He's rapid, he's direct. He certainly wasn't Fulham. Rapid, direct, a fairly good um, uh, loan um, spell at um, it was Hoffenheim, wasn't it? Hoffenheim. He was playing left wing back there as well, to be fair. So yeah. that that was um, that will probably serve him well. What I will say is, 
if you remember the, the second fixture against Leeds last season, we were we lost 3-1, but we were dominated against because we were on the back foot from the very first minute. If we do play like a Winks and Ndombele, then it's a much more attacking centre mid. It could serve us well. If you sit back against Leeds, you're in trouble. It will force us to go forward. That's what that's what worries Leeds. So having Ndombele in there instead of a Hoyburn skip or skip could, you know, it could work. It could work in our favour. So I would, I would have Bob's. I'll probably have Bob's starting eleven. Um, in fact, Davis at left centre back. I think he's going to play there. I think he works in a back three. He really does. Uh, same with Ramiro. Uh, but yeah, I'd put Reggie in. Yeah, I love Tanganga. So I'd put I'd put Reggie in there. And uh, yeah, no, that's not that's not too bad. I think Son will be fit. I hope I hope yeah. Son will be fit. Uh, but yeah, I think that's a pretty good team from Bob. Just assessing you on. I wouldn't. Um, I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't agree with there. And, and Car- Carla said, uh, Stevie B likes Session on need to stay fit as they both have lots to offer. I, I'd, I'd, I'd back uh, Bergwijn to stay fit right over Session but I think Session is superb and, and young and English and, and direct, like I say. Uh, also, uh, THFC Cursed, big up guys, top panel. How you doing? Uh, thanks for watching. Uh, if you want the link, uh, give me a shout, uh, I can send that over. Um, but Mark, uh, Bob's uh, um, lineup here. No one's mentioning Doherty. Uh, we talk about Kane with. Um, um, no one mentioned Doherty. You're right. Let's, let me let me finish. <laughs> uh, we, we talk about Kane's uh, confidence, but Doherty had an absolutely superb game against Portugal. Kept um, Ronaldo quiet. Uh, he is a wing back by trade. That's how he made his name at Wolves. Whereas uh, under Jose Nuno, he was playing as full back and. Not really surprising to see that it didn't kind of work out. Do you, do you think he could flourish under Conte, or do you think, like so many other players, like Delhi, there's too many people in front of him now, and he needs to make a statement when he gets in? But when he will get in is another question. I don't think it's fair to write anyone off, to be honest with you. As you say, he did mainly play at Wolves, well, all the time he played at Wolves as a right wing back and looked very good. Um, in his first season, the Premiership with them got was it second most assists after Alexander yeah. Arnold? Um, he did play one or two times as wing back under Jose. I remember it, and he still looked shit. And his crossing was terrible, and nothing you'd expect from a wing back. But I suppose he needs to play consistently to actually yeah. judge him or not at that position. So I wouldn't write him off. Same with Sessignon. I know we say he's injury prone, but he's played over 100 games for Fulham. Um, and yeah. only 21 years of age. And he's mm. played over 100 games for Fulham. And as you say, he's done well in in the Bundesliga as well as a wing-back. So I think I don't think he'll play on Sunday, but I think he could benefit the most out of Conte coming in. Um, I definitely wouldn't be ruling out Doherty, but I can't see it happening, to be honest with you. He has been atrocious, one of the worst signings I've seen in years, to be honest. And I was excited about him coming in because I thought, you know... It's, it's not all his fault, though, is it? Like, if you're a striker and then you get played as a defender, you're not going to, uh, uh, you know. Yeah, and, that's and, and people say people say right back and wing back, they're very similar, but they're, they're kind of not really. So, well, even though he hasn't helped himself with his performances and stuff like that, he is trying to learn a completely new position. And and so, I, I do have some sympathy for him, but I do understand that. It's not all these shouldn't be in the team. You can based still on make music. simple passes, whether you're at left back yeah. or at left wing back. You can still do the simple stuff, and he doesn't even do the simple stuff well. Um, saying that, I see him get, I see him got hammered against um, Everton when he come on as a left wing back, 
Um, <laughs> and I was on that side. I was in the ground, and I was in on the side where it was. He, I don't think he looked. I don't think he looked terrible. No. To me. That, that's when he played, I think, against Ronaldo, and then absolutely kept yeah. him. I didn't watch. Quiet He's been playing. He's been playing left wing back for for the the previous international break. Talking to Aran and some of the some of the Irish fans, I think he got two man of the match awards in both their games playing left wing back. Mm. So yeah, it's madness, madness. I don't think he looked terrible when he came on against him. I see people, as I say, absolutely hammering him, but I thought it, I thought he didn't look too bad. But um, no. yeah, I definitely wouldn't write him off. And I, I always say when a new manager comes in, everyone gets a clean slate for me. To be honest with you, and especially with Conte because he does improve players. So. Listen, I hope it comes comes good for him, and we've got a fantastic right back, you know, right wing back there. Yes, hope so, but I, I don't see it. But yes, wait and see. No, and, and just before we move uh, off of the defence, uh, I apologise, Eugene and Tommy. You're basically going to repeat what you said on Tommy's stream yesterday. Uh, this was broken to me on Tommy's stream with lorries. There's a links to the MLS. Uh, oh. I, I said I said at the time uh, uh, when Tommy asked me on his stream yesterday. I think that says that we're getting a new goalkeeper. Uh, Lovis won't be the number one or certainly won't be the guaranteed number one. Um, yeah, <laughs> Eugene, I know you said what you think on Tommy's stream, but uh, mind repeating it? <laughs> what do you think? Or, uh, or has your opinion changed overnight? No, I mean, if Loris wants to go, uh, we'll let him go. Right, We should let him go. Right, I've been saying before, players don't want to stay, don't keep them there because the heart won't be there. Right, performance will drop. And you know, concentration, focus will drop, and especially if you're a goalkeeper, you can't have you can't have let that happen, right? Uh, for his replacement, I don't know, Martinez, uh, Henderson, right? Pope, uh, there are a few out there. But of course, if we do get a British-based player, then it'll be better, you know, for the homegrown status and all that. Um, but let's how let's see how it goes. Uh, for the time being, he's still here, right? We wish him the best, and if he does go, uh, we'll wish him the best too, right? Wish him the best. Yeah, uh, uh, Tommy, uh, I know you said what you think. Uh, Nick, but to be fair, I was a host, so I didn't say a great deal. So, <laughs> well, you, you, you said if he does go, Nick Pope is who you want in. Uh, oh, yeah, do you yeah. think he will go? Uh, was he now 34? Is he, Lois? I think he's 34. Like I think he's 34. Somebody told me he's still young for a keeper. Well, that's rubbish, isn't it? You know, I know keepers last along, but he's not young, is he? I mean, let's face it, he's not young. I mean, I mean, Neville Southall and Stephen Grizovich were just uh, too, too no, uh, no, unless, Tommy, but unless you compare it to Buffon, right? Yeah, wow. Buffon. And yeah. yeah, no, that's that's madness. And uh, well, yeah, I mean, you've got strikers that are lasting that long now. Ibrahimovic oh, is nearly 41. Yeah. I can't believe that. Like, nearly 41? It's insane. So players can go on a little bit longer, but Lloris is not young. Let's face it, he's not young for you people saying this. I think what it is, he hasn't been offered a new contract. So your eyes are gonna your eyes are gonna look somewhere else. Of course, of course they are. He's had 150 caps for France. Um, he is he's gonna be looking elsewhere right now. I always thought he was gonna go back to France, and that could very well be the case. Uh, there will be takers anywhere there will be takers. He's probably up for the you know the LA Sun. I'll be surprised if he doesn't go to LA Galaxy. If he goes to the States, all the big players, the big internationals go to LA Galaxy. So, well, yeah, go to definitely yeah, man. Yeah, man. Robbie King. Yeah. Robbie King is outstanding in the MLS. Like, amazing goal scoring record. Uh, so, uh, I can see it happening. But and, and as you said, my choice, if he does go, would be Nick Pope, hands down. I just yeah. think he's an unbelievable shot stopper. I think his contract runs out end of next season. 
So it's summer. He'll only have a year left. He'll only have a year left. So it could be, yeah, something could happen. Something could happen there. But I know, I know Martinez. I know a lot of people fancy Martinez as well. But um, I, I want him to stay. I want, I would love Lloris to stay. But um, I, I wouldn't be surprised to see him go. We can't blame him for looking, for looking at other clubs. As you say, he hasn't been offered the contract. Yeah. Uh, just message from Carl Simpson. Uh, we actually talked about this. Uh... That half hour ago, uh, after a great international break, you're expecting Kane to take that into the Leeds game and ignite his season. Uh, I think we were kind of uh, all saying yes, but yeah, we, we mentioned that about half hour ago at the beginning of the stream. Um, so you can get our thoughts on that there. But um, Mark, with Maurice, uh, do you think A, he'll go? B, who do you think Galini will be number one or do you think we'll get someone in? And C, if we do get someone in, who? Because for me, it would be Henderson or Pope. I don't think Henderson will go because I think they don't want him going, so they will get rid of De Gea before they get rid of Henderson. But Pope, for me, I think fantastic goalkeeper deserves his move to a big club. But yeah, uh, those three questions. Uh, what, what are your thoughts? A, on? I don't think he'll go. So that stops all the other questions. But I'll carry on. <laughs> <laughs> so you think these are just rumours? Just to I think he'll sign a new. About. I think he'll sign a new contract, and I hope that he does. I really hope that he does. I don't want him to go. Um, what was B? Galini. Uh, do you think it could be oh, Galini? Galini who's number one. Can move quickly there. No, Galini's not good enough for number one <laughs> for me. Um, and see who would I like if Lloris was. I to mean, go. You, you can answer that one because eventually, at some point, Lloris will go. Yeah, I don't want him to be number one. I don't want Galini as a number one keeper. Um, I don't think he's good enough to be a number one keeper. Um, so I. I I didn't see much of him anyway, but when I, what I have seen of him, I haven't been that impressed with. And I just remember, I've said it again, I've said it on Tommy's stream, I remember when he come in and I listened to what Villa fans were saying. And he's like six foot four and he can't come for crosses. So for me, no, I don't want him. I don't want to see him as a number one. And, and if you Galini. look at... if you look Galini. At, yeah, Galini. If you look at the stats from, from him at Serie A, that would back that up as well. He was one of the worst for coming to get the ball. And he's bloody massive, so not not for me. I don't think he. I think he's a great number two. Don't get me wrong. If we can keep him as a backup, I think he. You ain't going to get much better as a backup. He's a good keeper, but he isn't good enough for number one for me. From what I've seen, I've not seen enough. Who would I like as a replacement? Uh, I'd love to see Henderson at Man United. Mm. I thought when he was at Sheffield United, he was fantastic. Uh, I do like Pope as well. Um, I, I suppose. It comes down to what Conte wants from a keeper. I don't know enough about what his keeper was like at Inter. I don't watch a lot of Serie A. Does he need to be good with his feet? Would Pope be good enough with his feet? Again, I don't know. So um, I do like Pope, but I, 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 for me, I personally, I prefer Henderson. I think yeah, Henderson. And, yeah, uh, uh, Bob isn't on the stream, but he's running the stream now. Quick talk about the pot reports before I go into a meeting. Look at the stream. You all look so beautiful. So. Uh, without further ado, uh, The Athletic uh, printed a, a comment. Uh, I think Eugene told us about this um, um, uh, before we went on air. Uh, that he's coming back after 18 months after Conte's um, uh, um, uh, contract ends. And that's pretty much what I've been saying uh, from when Nuno came in with two years left and Pochettino had two years left and now Conte with 18 months and Poch has 18 months. But uh, yeah, Eugene... Uh, I'm assuming I'm going to be the uh, minority on this stream in, in, in believing that. But Eugene, uh, thoughts on that? Uh, I don't understand why the media. Or do you think he's again just uh, something for the athletes? No, no, that's it. No, I don't. I, I, I never. I don't understand why the media always does this, right? 
when Conte is there, right? If you put out something like that, aren't you undermining the, the manager again, right? So that means, is, are there signs of cracks going on between, you know, uh, the board and, and Conte? Because don't it, forget, could be that Con yeah. it could be that Conte said, I just want an 18 months and then I'm going to go somewhere well, else. No, we, we, no we, but, we do not know. We do not know that, right? Because uh, if, if we do that, what's the point of bringing Conte in there, right? Uh, if we bring Conte, we back him, we at least have a chance to win the league, right? If you bring back Poch, right? Poch is, to tell the truth, he's struggling in PSG. We all see it, right? He can't handle the big players, okay? And if you bring back Poch, bring back, bring in Poch again, right? Don't you tell me we're going to go into another five-year rebuild again, right? I, I don't want that. And with Levy there, I don't want Poch to come back because Levy is going to do what he's going to do to Poch again. That's a simple thing. That's how I see it. But uh, why, why do why why does the media always put out news like that? Because once you start undermining Conte, you know the cracks are showing again. Then if Conte doesn't get his players in January, if he walks out in February, so is Poch coming back? Or what are we gonna do? Are we gonna get Mason for another eighteen months? Come on, guys, please. <laughs> I rather I rather focus on Conte, right? Force the owners to back Conte, and if Conte gets us a cup this season. All right, or two, right? And next season we go on a run for the league and get a cup or two, right? The fans who want the owners to back Conte. At least we're going for the league, right? I still don't understand the Spurs fans' mentalities like this. Why are we so obsessed with top four? Right? We should not be obsessed with top four. We should be obsessed with number one. If we are obsessed with number one, right, top four will come automatically, right? That's what Conte is brought in to do, guys. Right? Please. The porch is a dream, right? Maybe not for now, okay? Maybe for later, another five years' time, ten years' time down the road. I'll, I'll be happy if Conte gives us the trophies, gives us the glory again, and he stays for ten years, right? Then maybe Poch comes in after that, you see? But, yeah. I don't know, we are so sentimental, right? And we've been programmed to be like that, you know? To be sentimental in all these things, right? And our, how call, our ambitions are so low, too low. As fans, yeah. too low. Yeah, a couple of comments from Carl. Back, uh, back to the goalkeeper. Dean Henderson, if Lois leaves for me, like you said, Conte, yeah. we must trust. Uh, and it's the media who love to spend their time putting crappy reports about Spurs again. Conte win, wins things with us. He'll want to extend his contract. But I, I, I imagine, Tommy, the uh, reports have come through because Conte's not one historically for staying at a club long term. So I imagine that's, that's basically part of the... Um, uh, narrative reasoning there but uh, you know like i've said I, I think Potch will be back in 18 months i've got no basis for that it's just uh something that i think could happen but again it, it's very strange timing to put that in he's been in uh <laughs> less than a month but i mean do, do you think there's any truth to it do you think it's just like carl says they're just putting crappy reports out and just trying to sell papers or, or whatever the athletic is magazine or, or whatever uh or do you see there there could be truth to it? And because Conte doesn't stay long term, does he? So I imagine that's part of that's the reason why they've said it. Like he won't stay long term, so Poch needed Poch will come back in eighteen months. I I just think it's impossible. It's impossible to think eighteen months ahead. Like how? I mean, you're predicting the future. I mean, how? I, I just don't understand. And and forget all that a minute. Pochettino left on unbelievably bad terms. Unbelievably bad terms. Apparently, him and Levy were friends. They went on holiday together, and he still he, he got rid of him. He didn't 
back him up in the transfer window, and he moved him mm. on. Why would Poch return to the scene of a crime? He don't return to the scene of a crime. Everybody knows that. So he did I just, say he'd be back though to finish his project. Though, he said he, he so. said that within the so first two weeks of leaving. He said that within the first two weeks of leaving. Obviously, he was still very much attached to the squad. Sentiment is a great word that Eugene's brought up. It's a lot of sentiment involved there. Sentiment with Pochettino two weeks after you know he he had a very good connection with that team. So he's going to say something like that, and. Um, of course, as fans, we've got sentiment because Pochettino's a manager. He's just a better manager. His CV is ridiculous. Pochettino never won anything. He never won anything in Southampton, Espanyol, us. just didn't win anything. So Conte's won five titles, five league titles at the last seven seasons uh, as a club manager. This guy is a winner. We shouldn't be talking about any other manager. We've got the best. We've got the best. So... Yeah, it's, it's, it's just not relevant. It's just not relevant for me. And it seems like whenever PSG lose a game, it's, oh, Pochettino <laughs> might be available. Pochettino might be available. Oh, why do we want someone available that's doing bad? Like, it's, it's, it's just, it doesn't make any sense to me whatsoever. But um, just believe in Conte because we've got the best manager. I think he's top three, definitely, in the world. So let's just get behind him. Yeah, Bob says, as I said to uh, Martin this morning, Mark, this morning, I'm less surprised by the reports, more the unbelievable reaction by fans. And Mark, I'm assuming that's the, uh, like Eugene says and Tommy says, the sentiment. And I mean, Pochettino took us, or certainly for me, to like, oh God, it's Tottenham again. To I love watching Tottenham now, and we can do something special. So hmm. it's obviously, and, and he's responsible, along with uh, Lucas Moore, for the best moment in my Spurs supporting life by a country mile. Um, True. Yeah, and uh, Ryan said here, I honestly pray Levy and Enoch back Conte. If they do, he'll stay for three, four years. He will have us challenging. Adam says uh, Poch is in the past. Um, but what, what do you make of the report? So do you th and, and do, you, do you think there's any truth to the rumours that we were after Poch in the summer and that it was quite close to happening? Or do you think that's, again, just Sky and, and all the media outlets just trying to make a story out of nothing? I do probably think that there was some talks in the summer um, because I don't think he is that happy at PSG, to be honest with you. Um, and he was definitely happy at Tottenham, wasn't he? But the form totally dipped at the end. There was something going on behind the scenes. There was rumours that he weren't taking training anymore. There was all kinds of stuff going on. I absolutely love the guy. I was saying to, to mm. yourself and Eugene, you know, off air, that I don't think... I, Conte is a much... Conte's a better manager, right? Conte's a better manager. He's got a, he's got a CV that backs it up. I don't think, and this is just my opinion, that Conte could have done the job that Poch mm. did with the resources that Poch had. I think that was unique, and I, I will forever love the man for what he did and the joy that he brought me. I, you know, I know he didn't win anything, um, but he saw, for me as a fan he did things that I never thought that I would see get into a Champions League final. I know we didn't win it. I get all that, but to do that was amazing to go to Stamford bridge. We hadn't won there for however many years, mm. you know, being in the crowd when we beat um, Man United three nil old Trafford, you know, these are things that I'd support in Tottenham for 30 odd years. I hadn't seen. So, you know, I've forever loved the man, but we've got one of the best managers in the world. Why is this even, talk why are the athletic even writing this bullshit article um why would any fan want him back at the minute i don't 
understand if there is anyone out there it's not the time yes get behind this project we've got a fantastic manager who needs backing this is what we should be worrying about not about pochettino um he'll win the league at psg this season he'll probably i think probably go to man united because i think Solskjaer will be off he if he don't win the champions league he'll probably get the boot from psg that's why i think he'll end up um <laughs> I, wish I, I don't personally think he'll manage another Premier League team. I, I think he will. Yeah, I I'm not sure. And, and what is worth pointing out, I think, is that what Pochettino did, he, he's a builder rather than, and, and Conte's a winner in my mind. He's very similar to, uh, keep calling him Brian Potter, uh, Brian Potter. Um, but Pochettino. <laughs> Phoenix Knights, Phoenix Knights. Yeah. What a, show. But, but what a brilliant show. Yeah, but Pochettino and what he did is a big, big reason why we're able to attract managers now like Mourinho and like Conte. Before Pochettino came in, people like Conte and Mourinho just laughed if Levy approached them. Mm. So it, it, however it ended and, and however he's doing at PSG, his, his contribution should never, ever be forgotten because he did take us to that next level. Mm. Uh, there's other people as well who were involved in that as well, but Pochettino was a big, big part mm. of it. Um, but yeah, Carla said, like uh, Tommy said, 100% Conte is a different level altogether. Um, should, I read Bob's, from... should I read Bob's text? Because I know he's in the thing and he probably, you know, he wants yeah, to. Yeah, he's, he's got to go into a meeting, isn't it? Uh, sorry, yeah. Barry, we'll come to that in a sec. Yeah, so um, unbelievable story, obviously about the athletic. Um, have to say, unbelievable reaction too. I love Poch, but no way wanting him back if he fails at PSG. Even if he wins everything, I couldn't give two flying Fs. I'll try not to swear, Chris, on your thing. It's early, it? it's all right, mate. Ten minutes is where it's truly gone. Yeah, I know, really I know. <laughs> Conte is probably the best signing the club has made since Enik have been here. Um, how successful he would be is down to the back end. Why the fuck are we talking about Poch being some former messiah who's going to take us um, on in two years when we've got a born fucking winner at the helm? Baffled by some of the backwards thinking of the fans. Unbelievable. Yeah, good mm. well, guys. I just have something to say about this, right? This could be the starting of the Levy smoke and mirrors again, right? His PR machine is running again, you see. Well, Most probably that's Levy's exactly planning... what Barry says there, so I'll put that yeah. on the screen. Potter will be Levy's yeah. uh, smoke and mirrors if Conte doesn't get back. Yeah, you, you know why? Most probably, this is the first step that what Levy does is, right, to give you something to bite on Well, when Conte walks out the door. Mm, yeah. <laughs> watch it, watch it. Yeah, well, it is possible, isn't it? Because uh, with Poch, with Jose, with uh, Nuno, when Levy said no, it's like, okay, fine. Whereas Conte, I think, is a different animal. If, if Levy says no and breaks any promises that must have been made in the uh, contract, Conte will just go, fuck you, then I'm off, I'll go somewhere else. People will yeah. want me, I'll yeah. win things. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I, that's, that's another reason for the 18 months, though, isn't it? It's only 18 no. months, yeah. so he's no, not locked right, in. Guys, I, I read, he could I read be some... there for three years. He could have three no, or four I, years. I read, if I read somewhere, maximum. right? I read somewhere, right? Manchester United approached Conte, and the the why Manchester United didn't take Conte is because right, Conte demanded a 250 million pound kitty for him to use. That's why they backed down, right? So now Conte is with us, right? Do you think Conte has put the same kind of pressure onto Levy? I don't think it's all about money. I don't think it's all about money with Conte. I think it's... Uh, we said it yesterday. We said it yesterday. It's, it's, it will go for some weird players that you wouldn't imagine it'd go for without yeah. sell-on value. They won't have sell-on value. They might be 31, 32, and that doesn't fit into uh, uh, Levy's mantra. But if 
if if if it works and it brings us success, gets us back into the top four and challenging for titles and maybe a domestic trophy, um, then who cares? Yeah, that's it. It's <laughs> not about cares? it's not about the money. It's about I want this player and I don't want A, B, C or fucking D. I want that that's player, right. not your third or fourth choice, which Levy does. Um, I want uh, Sadio Mane. Here's Enkudu. Here's Clinton Ng. Mm-hmm. No, I want Sadio Mane. <laughs> But do you think that will change though with with Conte? Yeah, like I say, we'll, we'll probably walk. And, and there's rumours that in in terms of co- uh, to be able to comply with FFP, which I mean FFP is dead after Man City got away with whatever they got away yeah. with. Um, but but guys, but, uh, do you, so do you think it will change? Being that apparently we can spend four hundred million and still be within FFP. We've got uh, Conte, uh, lot, like you say, Mark. I want this player, not A, B, C, or D. I want A. Yeah, ha- Chris. Everyone said it. It has to change because he'll walk. It's no, as simple as guys, that. If, that, he, guys, if he change, why, he's gone. So, and no, then Levy has guys, to go. Hold on. That's why it's an 18 month contract. If he walks during that one year, right, you pay less compensation. We're all the only way. Don't the don't, only don't way. Don't, don't forget, we have paid 85.9 million pounds in managerial compensations in the last seven, eight years, right? That's ridiculous. The only way Conte stays if he's not backed is if he's there for the money. If he's there as a mercenary, like Jose was. Jose was a mercenary. I don't think he is. Um, We don't think he is, but money talks. He would have stayed at Inter though, Tommy. He would have stayed at Inter. If that was yeah. the change, you know. Yeah, but we people change. No, no, my point is only this: if he stays beyond January and he isn't back, then it has to be for that reason. It has well, to be yeah, for it the has fact to be because it, yeah, because I don't see exactly. I don't think he's like that either. I no, think he's got it, morals it, and principles. Not, but no, if he does, if he doesn't get backed in January, right, he might give Levy one more chance. There's a summer window coming. Because well, that he, might be so, part of the agreement. That might be part yeah. of the, Wait till summer yeah. and then, yeah, then we'll see. I think January will be a few players in and then summer will be, right, let's go for the league mm. here. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. No, but what I'm saying is that he's come in like 10 games or 12 games before, I mean, 10 games before the, 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 the after the season started, right? So basically what Conte feels now, right, that this team is not his team, Right. If it was him, right, he must probably say, I want all 26 players changed, or maybe we keep Kane and Son, or maybe Hoybier, or one or two, right? But we do not know. But the thing is that if he has taken an 18-month contract, how I see it is, right, it minimizes Levy's compensation if he walks, or he if he sacks, gets sacked, you see. But if Conte walks, right, usually don't get compensated. You know, you resign, right? If you get sacked, you get compensated, correct? So let's see how it goes. If he doesn't get back in January, then we'll wait for the summer and see how he, if he gets backed or not, right? Then we, we'll know, right? Like I said, this Conte thing has always been more or less a wait and see game, a wait and see game. Mm-hmm. A couple of comments over being on Poch, uh, Ryan McFarland said too many egos at PSG, which I think that's possibly right. You get players who are like being a big fish in a small pond. I think you get that with managers as well. And uh, I love this from Adam. If 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 we were to take a shot every time Spurs were linked with Poch, we'd be dead from alcohol poisoning. <laughs> it does seem to be true, all the time. True. And uh, Bob has asked, uh, don't you guys think Poch and Man United has a certain fit to it? I think on paper, but I think he'd be undermined at Man United. Gone are the days where Ferguson ran that club and then the players that he wanted were the players that he got. And if he said he wanted something, that's what he got. We've seen with... Uh, home from home from him then, isn't it? With Levy. <laughs> Well, he doesn't want that again, but uh, 
Yeah, and, and Carl, Carl has agreed uh, he thinks it will happen at some point this season. I, I, I still don't think he'll go to another Premiership club. I, I think he's got such an affiliation with our club and the fans and the fact that he said he'd be back. Uh, maybe that's just me being sentimental. Man United. Maybe I'm part of uh, the problem. That, uh, Chris, Bob's Chris, you, rem- <laughs> you, you, you remember you, you were talking about the money, right? You give him enough money, he'll be there. The Man United <laughs> fans, do you know El Sakiko? I talked to a lot about they're the most supported club in the world. So when you do neutral streams, Man United, there'll be a fan part of it. And when I talk to Man United fans, they don't, they didn't want Conte. A lot of them did not want Conte because it was, he is a defensive manager. He is a defensive manager in many ways. He's not as pragmatic as uh, Mourinho or, 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 well, certainly nobody's as pragmatic as Nuno was the first three or four months, but, um, but he is, pragmatic and this is something i want to get, get to fans i'm not trying to be a smart ass but if you're expecting conte to play this amazing explosive style of football you're not going to get it you're just not going to get it there will be that at times but the wing backs alone but it will be a structured team it will be very much a structured team and uh man united didn't want the fans didn't want that they had that with louis van gaal obviously social now so they uh, social is a little bit more uh, free-flowing but he's just not got what it takes to win the is, league. Mate. If you listen to United fans, they prefer Van Gaal and Mourinho to the way Solskjaer plays football. There you go. There you go. Yeah, I miss Mourinho. I miss Mourinho between uh, Van Gaal and Solskjaer. I mean, yeah. So they want someone on the front foot. So they would prefer Pochettino. If they were both unattached, Man United fans, by, by what I'm hearing, would prefer yeah, yeah. Pochettino. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah, just... Uh, 16 people watching, only 11 likes. That doesn't tally up somewhere. So hit, hit yeah, those, those likes, likes and subscribe. Uh, Mark, I know you've got to go. Um, just before you go, more emotion. Uh, that The link for that is in the description. I know you don't like plugging that. Mm. Funny, but, uh, before the game on Sunday, you and Mac, uh, also the, 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 your partner on Raw Emotion, uh, you were doing it, you were in an event uh, before the game. Yeah. So we're running the bar. Um, Mickey Hazard and Graham Roberts will be there. Mark Falcao and Paul Miller. Opens at 11. Um, £4 a pint. Kids' drinks are cheaper, obviously. Not free drinks, Eugene, for kids. Um, yeah, come along. <laughs> Great to see you all. Good marketing ploy. It's a good marketing ploy. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Uh, Mark's, Mark's Twitter handle is in the description as well, so you find all the information there. I retweeted it as well this morning, so you can mm. find all the information there as well. So yeah, go check that out. It's free to go in, uh, go in and listen to some Spurs legends. I mean, uh, before you get free, disappointed yeah, potentially before the game, uh, what do you want? Yeah, free to get in. You don't need to book. I know on uh, Graham Roberts and Mickey Hazard's thing, they're saying book. you don't need to book. You can just come in. It's not a problem. It's free to get in. That's come crazy. That's crazy. Hello. Usually yeah. you have to pay for like Q&A and stuff like that. So yeah. four pound a pint, four pound a pint. Amazing. Amazing. Right, exactly. And they're talking, they'll be talking about the game. They'll be talking about old stuff from the 80s and all that kind of stuff. So um, yeah, it's basically a Legends night for free before a game with cheap beer. So why wouldn't you come? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, uh, get yourself there. there. Yeah. Like I say, the information's on Mark's Twitter, which is in the description. Uh, also, uh, go onto my Twitter and you'll see the retweet there. Uh, but yeah, cheers, Mark. Uh, great Thanks to have you as always. Welcome yeah. anytime. Yeah. And yeah, hope you, you enjoy the game and right. the uh, uh, event on uh, Sunday. Yeah. Have a good event. Free on one Sunday. Spurs, by the way, guys. It's free one Spurs. Mm. All right. We'll get onto you, Jim, and Tom's predictions. Yeah. Cheers, Mark. Right. So, uh, yeah, uh, Bob has uh, uh, obviously been watching Conte's press conference. Uh, Romero and Lo Celso missed the game. So we come on to the game again, uh, Eugene. Uh, 
is it going to be an all-out attacking game, do you think? Obviously, La Celso, I think, will be replaced by Ndombele, and then we've already discussed who we think uh, uh, Romero will be replaced by. There's a few um, uh, people there. Um, but do you think it'll be an all-out attacking game? Like we said, Bielsa and Leeds only know one way, uh, and they are kind of open. Uh, like Tommy said, Conte is not the kind of, uh, you know, 100-mile-an-hour Fergie kind of uh, play. But do, do you think he'll be saying to them, go out and attack because they're there for the taking? From the start, or do you think it'll be uh, <laughs> still waiting after 45 minutes for our first shot on target in about a month? Uh, guys, uh, we'll be at home, right? So the fans will be there. Uh, they, you know, when, whenever when, whenever you play at home, there's a different kind of uh, pressure that the players have to perform, all right? And I'm, I'm very sure that the team knows what kind of uh, style of play that we want them to do, to play, right? So... Being attacking to a certain extent, how attacking we are, we're going all out to you know, attack them and all that. But don't forget, Leeds goes in the opposite direction too. They go all out and attack. For all you know, Conte might play a smart game, right? What Marino did last year is sit back, absorb it, right? And hit them on a the counter. Since they're weak in the defense, maybe we'll get uh, better results that way. But uh, don't forget, during Vitesse, the first half an hour, we went all out attack. We got three goals, right? But once we started sit back, right? What happened? We considered goals, right? So our defense yeah. is still quite shaky. And of course, during the Everton game, we did try to attack. We were more fluid, more one-touch passes. Uh, we looked better, right? But we still have to keep in mind, a lot of the players are just back from the international break, right? There's some kind of gap there. So it depends on what kind of team Conte is going to put out. We do not know. We can only speculate. We can only guess. Until the day the team sheet comes out, then we will know who's playing and more or less what kind of style we're going to have. Not only Romero and La Celso is out injured. Don't forget Skip is suspended, right? What's going to happen in the midfield? We do not know yet, right? Are we going to put in Wings? Are we going to put in Ndombele? Are we going to have, you know, Deli Ali on the pitch? We still do not know. But like I said, Conte has a time with the boys, right? That didn't go on the international break, that stayed back train with him. Don't be surprised with the lineup. We might even see some youngsters in it or some of the youngsters might come up off the bench. We will never know. But attack, of course I want them to attack, right? Do we have shots on goal? Of course I want them to have shots on goal. <laughs> we've, got to have a, right? we've got to have a shot on goal at some point uh, in this yeah, season. Yeah. Uh, if we don't have a shot on goal, in what in this season we'll be relegated. <laughs> but to be fair, to <laughs> be fair. To be fair, Lo Celso, that should count as yeah, on target. Yeah, yeah. Hit the post. That's the target. Uh, it used to be, used to be. The post is not the target. We've had plenty that work. If you hit the inside post, it's in. If you hit the inside post, it's in. If you hit the inside post, if it's in, it's in. That is the target, though, surely. That is the target. The post is not the target, right? The empty space between the posts is the target. But no, if Pickford touched the ball, then it would be on target. Of course, but for me... The other thing is... The other thing is... There were so many block shots. Uh, there were so many block shots. Uh, uh, Reggion yeah. had one which was blocked by a defender, but if a goalkeeper blocks it, it then gets counted. But, um, Cal on target, yeah. yeah. Royals header. Royals header should have hit the target. Reggie's yeah. effort yeah. from Rolly. Kane's cross. Ben Davis nearly smashed it. And do you remember Ben Davis's shot? That's the. <laughs> we had four chances. We had. We just gone through Los Celso. Ben Davis was the other one, and two wing backs. So three of our best chances were from defenders. That's that's yeah, what Conte is yeah. going to do. It's going to be different, but um, yeah, yeah. yeah. we're going to we're going to score then, at least a couple. 
And then, Eugene, I'll ask you the cowardly question I always ask because I don't give predictions and I can't. But uh, your predictions for the game? In terms uh, of scoreline or, or, or who wins? Like I said yesterday on Tommy's show, three or four, two, we win. And how many will Kane get of those, do you think? Uh, I if hope he any? gets a brace. I hope he gets a brace, yeah. He deserves yeah. it at last, you know, at least for that, you know. Yeah. But he must get the service first, right? <laughs> mm, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and yeah. a couple of comments from Adam. Uh, our defence will be even more shaky that Romero's injured. Time for Vodon. Um yeah, we discussed uh, who would come in for uh, uh, Romero uh, earlier in the stream. Uh, again, uh, like Eugene says, it's it's kind of a, a, a lottery, isn't it? We don't know what Conte's going to do. We don't know what he's worked on with the players that aren't international. Uh, Carl Simpson has said 4-1. Kane is turning up 4-1. Kane with two. Um, yeah, as long as we can get him scoring again. But Tommy, uh, do you think it's going to be an all-out attacking game? Both teams and Leeds will attack. Do you think we'll attack in kind, or do you think we'll be a bit more subdued uh, and see how the game goes? Or do you think Conte will say get at these early doors? And and what were your predictions for the um, game? Well, he's uh, Craig has said uh, I can see Conte playing it safe and just go for like go light for like Winks in for Skip and Sanchez for Romero. Um, but yeah, what, what what were your kind of thoughts? I think Carl Simpson, not his late, latest message, but the message before sums it up. I think playing Leeds will suit up uh, with their high attacking line. Uh, attacking football, we can pick them off. I think exactly no, that. No, I, I, didn't, I didn't see that comment. Apologies, Carl. <laughs> yeah. Exactly uh, that. Tommy's my admin here. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I read it a few minutes ago and it, yeah, that's, that's, that's how it is to me. They only know how to play one way. So we have to look. We're not going to go all out attacking. Answering your question, we're not going to go all out attacking under Conte, but it could seem that way. If we get the first go, if we if we get the first go, then it could we could open the floodgates. I'm sure we will. Um, and and so Eugene's prediction three three goals or four goals um, is not is not off is not too far off. But I'd say I, I got a funny thing. It's going to be two nil or two one. The, the international break would have done them well as well, Leeds. They got a lot of injuries. Um, I don't think Bamford's coming back. I don't think Aliens coming back. But uh, you know those players, he really. They've gets still got Rafinha, the haven't they? Who, who you need to pay him attention. Rodrigo's very good. Rafinha, Rodrigo went to Brazil, right? What did what he called up? Uh, he might have picked up a knock. He definitely picked up a knock. I heard. I think he will be fit. Talking to Jinder yesterday, it was on my channel. He was he was pretty sure. That, uh, mm -hmm. that um, Rafinha would be fit. And that's a big one. If they're missing Rafinha, I know he's assisting, he's scoring their only mm -hmm. goals. Because as I said, they've got Daniel James. They're playing he Daniel scored James. a brilliant goal against, um, was it Norwich? He scored uh, Rafinha. I want him. Lovely feet. And, uh... I want him. I want Rafinha. If we play 3-4-3, three, three, <laughs> I want Ishmael Saar or Rafinha. That's, in a way, I'm hoping Leeds get relegated just so we can nick Rafinha. Same with Watford. If they get relegated, maybe we can get Ishmael Saar. Uh, but yeah, prediction 2-0. 2 0 or 2 1. I would, uh, yeah, I'd say, I'd say 2 1. If I was a better man, I'd say 2 1. Yeah, I, I think most fans would think that we're going to score goals here just because of how leads are open. But again, it depends on how open we are. And, and you know, but we, there were definite improvements in that defensive structure and, and, and everything against Everton. Certainly, in the when the penalty appeal came in previously, we, we, we've been under the cautioning. That's when we can see goal and we get deeper and deeper and deeper and encourage them on. But we got rid of that. We, we got through that 
against Everton and then had chances ourselves with uh, the, the, the Celso uh, shot against the post. So I think there's definite improvement there. But uh, in terms of going forward, <laughs> if we can't get a shot on target against Leeds, I give up. Uh, I think that would be the most most of the fans in the stadium and watching at home as well. But I, we can definitely win this. We've just got to be careful not to get picked off and, and you know, have a plan because to, to go against Leeds. But you talk, told me about uh, Conte not giving anything away, but with Leeds, how they play, everything is out there to be seen. They're only going to play one way and you can see how they play. You know that they're, they're going to play like that. So if we can, if we can counter that, get Kane on the ball, in the box, Son as well if he plays, we can definitely get some goals here. Um, True. But yeah, ho- hopefully, just hopefully we can get a win and, and you know, kind of kickstart our season again. And certainly under Conte, it's obviously stalled with how it was with Nuno. Uh, and then we get a new manager in. Um, but yeah, hopefully kickstart our season. But um, yeah, we've pretty much come to the end of, uh, end of the show. There's not really much else we can talk about. It's always great doing a Spurs podcast any, or, or stream anywhere because you get things like The Athletic, which extra stuff to talk about rather than just a preview or a review. Um, but yeah, thanks to Mark, who's on earlier. Thanks to everybody uh, adding stuff in the channel. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, certainly being that it's uh, uh, during the morning when people are at work and not during the normal lunchtime. So I appreciate everyone watching and adding comments in. Uh, appreciate Eugene and Tommy and Mark all coming on uh, and giving up their time to talk about Spurs leads and everything else. Uh, Eugene, before you go, Spurs Eurasian TV. Uh, it's, it's The link's in the description anyway, but if people uh, want to know a bit about it, uh, where can they find it and, uh, you know, Tell us a bit about your channel. Okay, Spurs Vision TV. You can find it on YouTube, right? Uh, I do a Asian Spurs show uh, normally on Sunday, so 1 p.m. GMT, right? Uh, this Sunday won't be a, tra- a crazy stream. Uh, we'll be just doing the normal show, pre-show, uh, Saturday review, and all that, and just wait for about the lineups to come out. Then we'll talk a, a bit about a, a bit about it. Then we'll end the show, right? And on Wednesdays, I do have the midweek show, right? That comes on about. Uh, about 2 p.m. GMT or 3 p.m. GMT, depending on the timing nowadays, right, guys? And don't forget, guys, uh, thank you, Chris, for having me on. Don't forget to oh, no subscribe problem. and like on Chris' channels too, and of course, on the Tommy's TTB. I can't say that word too much, you know, you know I'll say it wrongly. And of course, <laughs> don't forget, hit a like, hit a subscribe, right, and the notification bell. and Whatever you have the algorithm or the AI to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and and Tommy, Tommy Talks Ball, TTV. Uh, people who don't know where to find that, uh, where can they find that? And tell us a bit about your channel. Yes, it's, it, that's my, my Twitter <coughs> handle there at the bottom, Tommy Talks Ball. Um, so that's my Twitter and my YouTube channel. Uh, you're on that a lot, Chris. Uh, and yeah, you, brilliant just channel. yesterday, yeah, just yesterday, we've done a sort of similar, similar preview. Uh, but many different, many many different questions than, than what you asked uh, today, uh, and I had I had a Leeds fan on there as well. So um, if you fancy watching that, the first half an hour is uh, yeah, it was it was quite it was quite an interesting stream. Uh, but first and foremost, a lot of people watching today. We need to get Chris up to 150 yeah. subscribers. If you haven't, so if you're watching this, you must we must have enjoyed it. We're getting a lot of good messages. It was a really good stream. So you got a sub. Make sure you subscribe. Hit that like and. Uh, yeah, yeah. Watch previous videos as well, because you know he's got these uh, every Monday and Fridays fantastic content on this channel. Uh, so, um, so yeah. And if you fancy, if you fancy watching my preview, maybe maybe tomorrow before the Leeds game, or even Sunday before the Leeds game, it's quite interesting having a having a Leeds fan on there. Quite quite decent insights from him, and he's a, he was a good guy, Jinder. So um, yeah. yeah, thanks for having me. It's, it's 
the early morning one. This is the probably the earliest in terms of early. Like, don't get me wrong. I've done uh, streams two or three in the morning, but I mean, just uh, general when you wake up early morning. This is one of the earliest. And it was it was really good. I really enjoyed it. So yeah, yeah thanks. For thanks. <laughs> Is that more, more people watching it than any other stream? But I can't keep doing it at half ten because I'll be at work. So I'm off today and going out for lunch. Um, but yeah, uh, great having you guys on, Mark as well. Um, yeah, and uh, hit that like, hit the subscribe. Nearly on one fifty now, like Tommy said. I forgot to mention that, but uh, <laughs> I did say Tommy's my admin on here. Um, but yeah, so hit, hit the like, hit the subscribe, get me up to one fifty, uh, and then go into the description, uh, find Eugene, Tommy, Mark's channels. Uh, hit the follow them on Twitter. Hit the subscribe on their channels and watch their videos. Uh, Mark, it's not video; it's podcast. So listen to his podcast uh, and go on uh, Mark's uh, Twitter handle to uh, find out um, all about the event with Mickey Hazard, Graham Roberts, uh, Mark Falcao, and uh, Paul Miller uh, before the game at Leeds and how you can get involved in that and how you can go to that. And yeah, uh, we'll be back. Uh, it's back to normal time now: eight pm on Mondays and half twelve on Fridays. Um, so yeah, it'll be Monday. The Leeds review. Hopefully, it's a happy stream. I haven't had too many of those on a Monday this season, unfortunately. Uh, but yeah, hopefully we can pick up that win, get that elusive, you know, the lesser spotted shot on target. Hopefully that will uh, uh, appear for us, and then we can kick our, our form back off, get Kane back in the goals, and then try and climb up that league and get to where we want to be. Um, but yeah, we'll be back on Monday. Uh, thanks to Eugene, Tommy, Mark. Uh, always pleasure having you on. Always welcome. Uh, and everyone uh, watching and adding comments in the channels. Really appreciate it. Uh, until Monday, come on, you Spurs. Come on, you Spurs. Out. Come on, you Spurs. <laughs> Thank you so much for watching. For everybody who participated in the live chat and added comments. Before you go, please make sure you hit that like and subscribe button. Anybody who couldn't watch the live video, you can still catch us on YouTube. Add any comments, suggestions or questions to the comments section on the video. Anybody who's listened to the audio-only podcast, thank you so much for listening. Anybody who wants the audio-only podcast, you get this wherever you get your podcast from. Alternatively, if you go to Twitter, at LTalkTottenham, you'll find all the information there. We'll be back soon. We're live Mondays, 8pm, Fridays, half 12, UK time. Until then, come on, you Spurs! <laughs>